Well, she couldn't understand why she couldn't get any calls, but she uh, had the mute switch on, and, um, you know, it's not going to work. Oh, oh my gosh, are we live? Sorry. And now, join Chet and Gary with Apple Products, The Senior Angle. Good afternoon, Chad. How are you today? I'm doing pretty good, Gary. Well, today I believe we're going to talk about the Apple Watch. Yes. And there are two versions of the Apple Watch, not the series, but two versions of the series since, uh, actually since Series 3, there's a new, since Series 3, there is a GPS Plus cellular, and before it was just GPS. Correct. So now, since Series 3... That you have a GPS post cellular, it is added to your plan, yes. your carrier, and it actually allows you to do a lot with your watch without being tethered to your iPhone. Yes, it does, and the, the only thing to watch out for is the fact that it has a separate telephone number, and therefore it's considered an additional line by your carrier. Um, so even though it's uh, magically connected to your phone in the background somehow, so it rings when your phone rings, right. it does have its own phone number. It, that brings up a good point because I remember one time I was um, looking at my uh, bill from AT&T, which I usually really don't look at the summary, but I was looking at the summary, and my daughter is on my account too, and she has an Apple Watch, and I have an Apple Watch. And I thought, what do they got four numbers on my account for? I don't have four phones. And then it just hit me. Those, they have a a number associated with those uh, watches. Correct. And a good, you know, if you're looking at one of the the watches, uh, the way to tell which one is a GPS with the cellular is there is a red ring around the crown. Correct. And that will uh, indicate that it's a GPS plus cellular. That's about the only way you can tell. (laughs) Um, the t- usually most plans are, are $10 a month is from what For I For extra lines on your plan, yes. Right. And you can do so many things with it, um, whether it's tethered or not tethered, you can do so many things with your, your watch. Well, I, I kind of think about it like the iPhone, that uh, most of the time you use the iPhone, you're not making phone calls. Right. Most of the time you're using the watch, you're not just checking the time, you're doing something else. I find it very helpful in doing workouts on my watch. Because, oh, yes. Um, I, I'm, I'm crazy about closing those rings every day. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm like 900 days straight now with closing my rings. So. Well, that, that seems to be one of the biggest things about the watch is the fact that it is monitoring uh, your health data. Uh, and it's watching your heart rate. It's watching your blood oxygen levels for you. It's watching the amount of workout that you do. Uh, you know, and how much energy you're expending throughout the day. Uh, and uh, even now, if you wear it at night uh, while you're sleeping, it actually can determine how much time you're actually asleep. So, um, you know, using it for those kind of things is, is pretty interesting. You brought up a point about uh, the workouts and um, heart rate. I know we encountered a problem. Actually, a member came to the help session with a, a problem with their the uh, heart was it the heart health or the heart Cairo, uh, cardio, uh, cardio fitness, fitness cardio uh, number fitness. that is now being generated during workouts, yes. Right. 
and there was a problem with that being updated. Um, it didn't seem like it was updating on a daily basis, and you did a little research on that, and could you tell us what you found about that? Yeah, I, I uh, suddenly discovered that mine wasn't updating either. I looked at mine, and it said the last time that it had any uh, cardio fitness uh, data was uh, well over a year ago, and I said, well, why not? Where is he getting it from? And then I did some research into things to check on, and uh, all of these suggestions uh, didn't work. They were things like put your phone in your iPhone in your uh, watch into airplane mode, and then take them back out again. That didn't really work. And uh, the one thing I found that did work was to go into the watch app and uh, go in and do a reset under privacy of all of your calibrations on the watch and then go out and do an exercise a walking or a running exercise and actually do it as an exercise through the exercise app on the watch um, and then that recalibrates all of that stuff and when i did that this morning all of a sudden it gave me data again on my cardio fitness so um, apparently cardio fitness and the data that comes in is related to actually doing an activity and uh, also making sure that you have the, the watch calibrated. What I mean by calibration here is it actually calculates the length of uh, the stride for you in different activities and how fast you move. Uh, and it's uh, quite surprising uh, the amount of calibration that it gets and how accurate that calibration is. It can tell me how long my steps are, how many steps it would take to do a mile. I was kind of surprised by some of the data it's, it's now showing me. There's a lot of data there. And yes, there is. I believe you even uh, found out that um, the the cardio fitness is kind of tied to your sleep, too. The uh, yes, it is. And one of the things I was reading about when I was trying to figure out what the problem was here, it said that uh, very often uh, cardio fitness doesn't show correct data or doesn't show because it's not getting resting heart rate data, which occurs when you're sleeping. Uh, so one of the recommendations is, and in fact Apple recommends that you do this, is that you wear the watch while you sleep. And it can actually determine if you are asleep or just laying in bed thinking you're asleep. And I, I find that fascinating that impressive. it can make that, make that distinction. Uh, I've been wearing mine for quite a while at night, and it'll very often tell me, you were in bed for an hour and a half, uh, an hour and a half longer than you were asleep last night. <laughs> okay. But it, it does give you your resting heart rate and shows you your heart rate during the night um, and so forth. So. Uh, they, that's pretty uh, impressive when it can do that. Absolutely. Another good feature is uh, the fall detection. Yes. You can be uh, exercising or just maybe around the home and, and you fall. And if you don't respond, it, it will send a notification to you saying it knows that you have fallen. Uh, and if you don't answer that notification that you're okay within a minute, then it uh, it will contact emergency one. services. Yes. Yes. And another good feature of that is if you go into the health app and you set up the medical ID and you have contacts listed in there, it will actually send them a text message. Yes. And if you were, uh, if you and if you had gotten in trouble and using the emergency call yourself that you hadn't lost conscious, but you dialed. Um, 911, it would actually send them the text message too after the emergency call. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it's uh, really pretty remarkable that way. And uh, there are several things uh, around emergency calls that are built into the phone. One of them is the fall detect detection, as you stated. 
I've actually set mine off by accident by bumping my elbow one time. The other time I was pounding my hand into my fist and uh, it uh, suddenly said, are you okay? Have you fallen? Um, I I do want to warn people, though, at this point that if you ever accidentally set off a call to emergency services, do not, whatever you do, hang up. Stay on the line. Apologize for a faulty call. Make sure they understand everything's okay. Because if you hang up on them, the sheriff's going to show up at your door to find out why there was a call that came from your address, <laughs> and now they can't reach you. Uh, so be careful with that. But uh, the other thing is that there's actually a panic button capability on this, where if you press and hold the buttons, both buttons on the side of the watch, uh, it will do a, a brief countdown, and then we'll call. Um, and so uh, you know you can use it as a panic button. Uh, you can also ask Siri to make a call for you, and I'm going to be very careful how I say this. I don't want all of our listeners right. to suddenly make calls. Um, but you, you can ask it to do that. The other thing I thought was fascinating is that the Series 6 and Series 7 have the capability of understanding the emergency numbers in foreign countries. Right. I saw that. So if you are traveling overseas and you, you just uh, tell it to call emergency services, it knows, based on where you are, what the emergency services telephone number is. And that's pretty pretty outstanding because uh, I know I think in England it's nine 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 and here it's nine uh, eleven and and so it, it's different from country to country. And also when you're when you're using Siri on the watch, you don't have to use the magic words. The magic word. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's a that's a plus. What I found interesting too was they've got a um, a feature called family setup. So if you have someone designated it in your family and you want to buy a new watch, you can hand down your old watch as long as it's a, a cellular uh, model and you can um, set it up in the, in, the, in the family plan. And they could have, and they don't even have to have an iPhone. They right, it, a, it shares the same iPhone. Right. And well, and you can have multiple watches yourself. If you yes, have you a, can. an everyday watch or a dress, you know, for dress up or whatever I mean, right you can and it detects which watch you're, you're wearing. wearing of you course it does do anything. <laughs> it's just amazing oh it absolutely is and it's surprising how sophisticated it actually is i know one of the things that always surprises me is that it detects if you remove it from your wrist if it breaks contact with your skin uh, and uh, when you uh, try to do anything with it after it's broken contact with your skin, it asks for your passcode mm-hmm. to unlock the uh, unlock the watch, uh, and that's to prevent somebody from taking it off your wrist and using it to buy something using Apple Pay or to do anything else that uh, you know, like unlock front doors mm-hmm. or things that which it can do with uh, Apple's home system. It can tie in with that. And I actually have that in my house. I have a door lock that can be unlocked. And as I walk up to the door, I just say to my watch, we unlock the door, yeah. and it does. Yeah. I have that automation myself. I love automation. One caveat to that is that if you've got selected in your settings to uh, unlock your watch with your iPhone, if your iPhone's near and it's unlocked, it will unlock, unlock your, your watch. Yes. Uh, the other thing is the watch can actually be used to unlock a Mac. Yes. So my MacBook, yes. for example, I turn my MacBook on and the watch says, I just unlocked it for you. Yeah, it, it's just, uh, you know, I recommend everyone to get an Apple Watch. If you're into any kind of health um, data, recording data, um, you know, and Fitbits, 
basically that's all they do. And there's so many other things. You can take calls on it. You can right. call people. You can message people. You well, can, you get turn-by-turn turn instructions, too. That's the other one I'm yeah. fascinated by. Right. If you're walking or biking, you can say, I need the directions to someplace, and it will actually tap you on the wrist when it's time to turn and tell you which way to turn. Get that vibration, right? That vibration, yeah. yeah. It's called taptics. And, yeah, Apple has set it up so it can actually vibrate on your wrist, and you feel it rather than having a sound play. Same way with messages when they come when in. When they if come in. The, the, you know, if you got it muted, it will vibrate and, and let you know that you've got a message. You can, uh, if you have uh, uh, AirPods, you can listen to music easily through it. You can actually listen to music even without them. Without it, them. It's uh, loud enough uh, that it can actually play uh, music for you. I'm amazed at how loud the speaker volume is. Yes, it is amazing for the size of the, the watch. The size of the watch, and it's waterproof. Uh, I mean, what more could you ask for? <laughs> <laughs> okay, everybody go out and get an Apple Watch this week. Uh, I think we just about covered everything, unless you have something else specific that you want to mention about I, the watch. I think the thing is that, that it's important for people to realize that Apple has put together an ecosystem of products. And they've gone to a great deal of effort to make all of those things work seamlessly together, and they really are amazing. Um, iCloud is the tool that synchronizes data between all of these different devices, but you have watches, you have phones, you have iPads, you have laptops, uh, and you can have as much of that or as little of that as you want, and they all talk to each other and they all work together. Um, so as you, you start to move into that realm, it, it's fantastic. Um, the thing that doesn't work well is to buy an Apple Watch with an Android phone. Right. They don't work together at all. It has to be an Apple I, iPhone, and if you don't have an iPhone, the Apple Watch will not work. You have to have an iPhone to go along with it. Can't even set it up without it. Yeah, I can't set it up without it. So that, that's the only caveat there, but uh, you kind of have to uh, buy into Apple's Kool-Aid and drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're here for, right? right. <laughs> we're serving it up. <laughs> All right, Chad. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, and uh, folks, we'll see you next week. Have a good day, everybody.